Hey everyone, it's Kendra Rommel with The Rommel Report. This is a podcast where I interview the who's who within my community to build your business and help you build your network. Most of all, build your wealth portfolio. Join me on my adventures with friends where I interview them to get you the most valuable content for your business so you too can scale up. Hey everyone, it's Kendra Rommel with The Rommel Report. Today I'm here in LA off of Melrose with Gustavo Zermeno Jr., who is an amazing muralist um, throughout LA. And uh, I have the pleasure of sitting down with him to just talk about his business, how he got started, and um, hopefully you all can learn some of creative side, if nothing else. So um, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks, awesome. thanks for having us. So. Yeah. Um, Talk to us about this, for starters. <laughs> um, so the Kobe, the Born and Raised piece, that was a, a collaboration with a clothing brand, Born and Raised, but that was also kind of paying tribute to uh, Kobe when he passed away last, uh, last what was it, February? Um, I can't even remember, honestly. Yeah, I think it was February 26th or something like that. Or wow. January, no, January 26th. I'm like, wow, you have a really good memory. Yeah, January 26th, and then February is when I painted it. Okay. Um, and then the other one's paying tribute to the to the champions, the Dodgers and the Lakers, and then it highlights the, the top players uh, from the, the World Series and the finals. That's so cool. It looks so cool. Oh, so you. talk to us about your first uh, mural. Um. So my first mural, um, so it, it bounces. So I, I was at a friend's house and uh, we were out just hanging and um, he asked me to paint on his wall. So that's when I actually painted my first mural, I uh -huh. guess. Uh, uh -huh. So it was on a wall. And from there, it basically just gave me confidence to, to go out and about and find a wall. I, I went to a local shop in Venice, a little hoagie shop, um, and asked them if I could paint on their wall. And sure enough, uh, there was, a part part of a mural there that I noticed on uh, the person actually left all their paint. So they're like, we have all the supplies, <laughs> feel free to do whatever. So that's, that's where it started. And so what did that turn into? What was that piece about? Uh, so that one, we uh, uh, titled it uh, a love letter to Venice. Uh, and it was kind of a, a sunset scene of the Venice canals, yeah. um, which, uh, you know, growing up in Venice, there, there's so many different pockets, but uh, if you've been to the canals, it's beautiful. It's, you know, you got the water, you got the houses, the bridges. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it, it was a cool little scene. And I thought adding some nice colors, purples and pinks would, uh, you know, draw in uh, people's attention. And actually it did. It, uh, it ended up on uh, ABC, did some like little thing and they used it as their backdrop. And I think that was like, I don't know, like a week after I painted it. So uh, it, it just seemed like things that I were doing, I was doing ended up you know, ABC, one thing ended up on the Oscars, one thing ended up like in the newspaper. And it, it just, from there, it really, it, it kind of clicked in my head. Like I, I got something going here and, it, yeah. and that's what really, you know, it, yeah, I was doing it for fun, but that's when it really clicked. Like, oh man, like I'm onto something here. Yeah, that's so cool. So mm. let's go way back. I mean, we talked about <laughs> it a little bit before we started filming, but um, let's go way back to your childhood, mm -hmm. right? originally from born and raised in LA or born and raised in? Uh, yeah, LA, uh, Venice, okay. Venice Beach. And so at what age did you start painting or drawing or finding that creative mm -hmm. side? Um, drawing, I'm, I'm 
I've been drawing my whole life. Uh, I actually still have uh, drawings that my mom saved uh, from like kindergarten and even earlier than that. Uh, and uh, painting, I started in like a legit painting I did in high school. Nice. Um, but you know, I, I would mess around with like watercolors and kind of simple stuff prior to that. But I had a teacher in high school that basically made me push my limits and like, oh, well, you know, she, she basically, uh, she showed me how to make it more realistic, yeah. I guess, and yeah. instead of being so like, uh, just throwing it on the paper. She, uh, she really opened my eyes to what I can do, different techniques and stuff like that. So it, at that point, well, at probably numerous points, you had people that encouraged you or inspired you or challenged you. So that goes kind of hand in hand with um, um, mentorship and mm -hmm. um, things I talk to people about on a regular basis in these, it, when I sit down with people one-on-one -on -one that own their own businesses. How much do you think that the encouragement or the influence of your support or your, your network mm -hmm. um, kind of pushed you to the next level at every stage of your life. Like, do you feel like that was a big part of how you started? Uh, definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like if anything, it's probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, just having the support. My, uh, I was telling you earlier how my mom supported me since day one. She she pushed me to be uh, creative in, mm -hmm. in any aspect. Uh, she would always buy, like if I wanted to play guitar, she'd buy me a guitar. Um, painting, of course, she'd get me all the supplies. Um, my brother was actually, uh, he, he drew a lot and painted a lot. So um, he seeing like when I started painting, he's like, oh man, he, he would, you know, praise my work also. And um, it goes along with my friends. And I think that was a big part of like, it, it just made me feel good. Yeah. You know, like, like I like painting because it, it kind of was my, my uh, you know, I'd space out and kind of get creative, but it was, I think other people's reactions to my work that really made me want to pursue it. Okay, so you're results oriented to a degree these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so this is something that comes up actually with my daughter in mm -hmm. that she'll look at her art and get frustrated at times, mm -hmm. especially I notice when she's doing something for someone else. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this when you got out of the car. Um, do you ever feel handcuffed to somebody else's ideas or what you think should be? Um, and then your output is different, so it's a challenge for you. And if you feel that way, how do you overcome that as an artist? Uh, definitely, uh, especially working with uh, you know different clients. Uh, sometimes uh, they want to incorporate their logo in there, which I hate logos. Like, mm -hmm. not that I hate logos, but I just hate doing them because it's 100% someone else's idea. Yeah. And I, I like to keep my pieces as me as possible. Right. So I, I say in certain situations where um, their vision, they don't have a vision, but yeah. their vision is the opposite of mine. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, some of those times I, I just just have to keep working at it because I can not I wouldn't say lose interest in it. Um, uh -huh. I would say I lose a little bit of motivation and sometimes you just got to step away for a bit. Yeah. And then go back to it because uh, it, once you start forcing stuff, then it, it just it, it, it can be a little bit more mechanical, I guess, or a little bit more. Uh, I, everything I do, I want to put positive energy into and I'm, yeah. I'm a firm believer in all that stuff. So if there's any like res not resentment or if there's any of those type of feelings in it, yeah. then I just need to back off and then go back fresh, you know, the next day or so. It's funny that, you know, you think at least from a person that doesn't come from the creative space daily, 
I think always to myself that we're in such different aspects of any career focus, right? Like the the things that you're mentioning are very much similar to things people, entrepreneurs go through on any level in any industry. You know, when you're getting frustrated or you're putting bad energy after something that you typically are passionate about, yeah. it's so important, you know, you step away and you regroup kind of, and you remind yourself why, you, what brought you there in the first place. And, you know, start again with a, like some sort of gratitude of some sort. And um, speaking of that, do you do anything on a daily in terms of um, schedule or ritual that keeps you grateful and keeps good energy coming into your life and out? Yeah, I mean, it sounds silly, but I, I basically, I, I kind of recite to myself, I love you universe all the time. Like uh, while I'm painting, um, I have some like uh, things that I listen to, kind of like mantra type stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say it's like a form of meditation, I guess. Yeah. And I kind of, while I'm painting, I, same thing. I just keep reciting it, keep reciting it. And um, again, going back to, I'm a firm believer in all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I feel like we have more power within us than, you know, we're led to believe. For sure. Um, so I, that's that's my thing is my, my mantras, I guess. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I think it's important and that's why I asked the question. So mm -hmm. I noticed you're wearing a cross around your neck. You're spiritual yep. <laughs> also. Uh, yeah, so I grew up uh, doing everything. My, my parents were Catholic, so, uh, you know, baptism, first communion, confirmation, yeah. all that <laughs> stuff, yeah. So do you still keep that, that uh, religious structure in your life in conjunction with um, energy and just like, you know, your mantras, if you will. I, I don't know that it is different, but I think mm -hmm. depending on the person, it could be, right? Yeah, so um, I wouldn't say I'm a practicing Catholic. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I, I haven't, you know, been doing that for a while, but right. I, I definitely believe in, um, you know, the morals behind it, the standards behind it. Yeah. Um, my mom, she still prays for me every day. And, That's you awesome. know, so things like that, you know, I. I'm open to, you know, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, like we don't know anything. Yeah. Like, we really don't know anything. Yeah. So we just have to stay positive and, you know, just I feel like ultimately, like just thank the universe and be grateful for, you know, opportunities, you know, just being alive. Yeah. Well, I ask that because um, I just recently started meditating um, over a piece of spirituality, but but I definitely, I started grounding also, and I explain this. And so when you say it sounds weird, I say, you know, <laughs> I love you universe. I, uh, I think that there's power in that. I say, thank you. Um, and I was taught that by Dave Meltzer actually, who I had interviewed um, on the Rommel Report, but he said, try saying thank you in the morning and thank you at night for 30 days. Most people will stop after a couple days, but if you do it, it will be life-changing, you know? And, um, it really is powerful to to empower yourself with the energy that's in the earth through your body and put it out for other people. And so um, when you say that, it's exciting and encouraging to me, like as a business person um, and as just a person, you know, I think when we can find the good in the resources we have and we empower ourselves to be better and to help other people be better, that's really why we started this. And so. The reason I wanted to interview you is um, you have such a dynamic space. You kind of create your own space every single day. And um, 
but yet you still have to create a business or you've created a business out of this. So talk to me about how um, you decided this was a business and how you tackle each day from that perspective of it being a business. Yeah, so starting out, I feel like that was the most difficult part for me just because for me, I, I love to paint and you know, sometimes people's budgets won't, don't match. For my work, yeah, um, and of course, this is all from the, the, the early stages of my uh, career. Yeah, um, but you know, was it was it something that you had trouble with in terms of identifying what your worth was, or did you feel very confident in knowing what your worth was and then selling that worth? Um, no, definitely, I did not know what my worth was. Okay, for me, I, I don't want to sound like uh, conceited or anything, but painting comes easy to me. Okay, um, you know, di using different techniques and. Uh, I always have friends that want to help out. A lot of these projects go, go really quick for me. Mm -hmm. In the early stages, like mapping stuff out, you know, I was definitely selling myself short. Um, and there was a point where I just wanted to continue painting. So I would take less money to, to just keep going. Keep yeah. Going. And uh, that was a big reason why I got into murals. I first started off with canvases. But getting into murals, the more I would do, the more I'd get contact. Right. Um, because it's basically just billboard, free billboards. Yeah. Not just free, you know, I'm getting paid to do it. Right. Um, so that's when I shifted all my focus just to murals. Mm -hmm. And that's when the project started coming in. And that's when I was able to, to land stuff with Nike. I did something with the Lakers, um, with the Rams. Um, and those big projects that I landed kind of helped fund me in between so right I'm able to do whatever I wanted right and also little things here and there for you know uh, smaller businesses and um, you, know, I, you know a lot of times you know businesses are struggling and I'll, I'll notice that like the liquor store is just all beat down I stop in there and be like hey uh, if I can come paint you know it'll be a hundred percent my idea um, if I could get the wall and in between those talks you know they want to throw their logo on them like, okay well now you gotta pay me. Yeah, right. Like now, let's. And then it went from me going to paint a free mural to ended up branding, for basically for them, but for you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is so crazy. So um, we see billboards everywhere, right? Uh, we know that ad space is an expensive space for any business. Um, and when we were chatting before you had gotten here, wall, I didn't know walls in LA, like people actually charge for walls in LA, like billboards. So the fact that you can negotiate a free wall and then get them to pay you, that's like a perfect, that's a perfect collision of salesmanship, I think. Yeah. You had mentioned, um, you had mentioned you have to go out there and go after it. Explain what that means to you, like going out and getting after it. What is that to you? Uh, it just getting the job done. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a man of my word, so uh, I'm going to give it 110%. I know it sounds cheesy, but I'm going to get the job done. So I've had projects where it started raining on me, literally a full day's worth of paint just washed out. Um, I've had, I mean, you name it, I, it's, it's happened. That's and uh, ultimately, I think it's just, you know, just 
staying positive and you know i, I, know I love your universe <laughs> yeah exactly rain yeah. or shine <laughs> yeah it, it's crazy because that one uh, the one where it was rained out it was for acne studios which is like a, a gene uh, like a denim denim company uh-huh and uh the the client basically like the the people that brought the project together they were scared they're just like fuck like or they they just they were so worried they're like yeah. it's not gonna happen like this is done like and i'm just calm just calm just like oh we got it don't worry yeah. about it but yeah. inside i was like, like <laughs> what are we gonna do? yeah but i was like i'm gonna make it happen yeah um yeah i don't know i i mean I guess it's easier said than done. I, I, I just turn it to another gear when, when I'm in a project. Like, um, it, it just, there's nothing else there. And, and I think that's what I love about art is that I can shut everything else out and just laser in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so it's focus, mm -hmm. it's tenacity, oh, it's yeah. persistence. Um, but outside of the actual job, landing the job, what's the hustle look like to get the jobs? That's the tough part. <laughs> That's the is it still tough? Do you think it's still tough after establishing yourself and having a following and people are noticing your work? Do you think it is still tough? Um, yeah, uh, of course, because then, uh, I mean, when I'm doing my own stuff, uh -huh. then I have, you know, maybe trouble finding the wall. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm doing, you know, stuff for clients, then it's, you know, Zoom meetings, it's emails, it's phone calls. Um, there's so much behind the scenes besides the painting part yeah there's approvals and especially like the job with uh you know some of the bigger companies it's not just approval who you're talking to it you've got seven other approvals going on so it, it can be a little frustrating when you like an idea you like a design and they just completely want to go the opposite direction it's just it's a mental thing I, I think at that point do you um have you ever redirected a person's decision like you've been rejected and then manage to, I don't want to say convince, because I, I feel like that's the wrong word, but yeah. help guide them to a resolve you felt was most beneficial to them, which resulted in you getting a job. Uh, yes, yes, but more on like a, uh, with clients that are a little bit more lenient to begin with, uh -huh. um, that are, that were already kind of open to something, you know, they might not have liked the idea at first, but you know, after some explanation and, you know, just, having them understand the way you know art works sometimes because yeah. you know it, not everything has to be so uniform but it has to flow right and just explaining to people that you know the artwork has to flow it mm -hmm. can't just be like oh place this here place that there and call right. it a day right um so after explaining stuff to some clients they they you know persuade them to to go my route <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you feel is your ideal client uh or do you have one yeah i mean i feel my ideal client um again i don't want it to sound weird or anything but uh you know when people don't go back and forth with the budget like uh, i understand some people you know don't necessarily have the budget for certain projects uh but i, I love it when it's just right off the bat here are my prices this yeah. is what I can do for you. And it's just, okay, let's go. Yeah. Uh, I like working fast. Uh, I think that's, for me, I feel like that's kind of what separated me from other artists is mm -hmm. that I get in, I do the job and I get out. And all within a time where 
everything that I'm doing is still relevant. Because, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, of course, the, the championship stuff, um, you know, you want it to still be relevant with what's going on. You know, I, I could have taken a month on the project and I feel like it just wouldn't have had as big of an impact. Right. Um, so I definitely like to look at it from uh, how are people going to accept it, I guess, or not accept it, but, you know, how yeah, people are receive it, receive it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so when you go in and do a wall, how long does that typically take? Obviously, it's dependent on, you know, what it is and the, the detail behind it all. But yeah. what is a typical wall like this size take you? Um, so this one, I, I do a lot of these projects with my friend, uh, Nick Flax. So he helps me out a lot, but he likes to stay low key behind the scenes. Okay. So a lot of these pieces, people think that it's just me doing them. It's uh -huh. actually me and a friend. Okay. Um, He's not that creative, mm -hmm. <laughs> so he just fills everything in. So this one here took, I think, three days. Uh, and the other one took a little bit longer uh -huh. just because we were waiting for approvals on scissor lift and all crazy stuff. But I'd say everything that I've done is under a week, under five days. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And you still stay motivated and inspired? Like, do you feel just tuckered out after you do a... Uh, I take a day off. Uh, yeah. the, when, once I finish a big project, I'll take a day off and then it's back, back, at, back it. at it. Back at it. Yeah. I yes. mean, it, it, this keeps me sane. What's honestly. your, well, yeah, you said you found your, you find your Zen spot, mm -hmm. which is awesome. So if, if you can stay passionate about it, obviously, you know, yeah. um, what is your most favorite thing to paint or to, to create a mural about or, um, I don't think I have one particular thing, but I feel like LA. LA is one of my biggest inspirations. I I grew up in the sports, the music, the culture. Yeah. Uh, Venice Beach. Uh, if you've been to Venice, you know how wild and wacky, and you know it, it just being out there. I think growing up out there is really what inspired me. Just seeing all the murals already up. Yeah. You know, see all the vendors. You see the dude Harry Perry with the guitar rolling yeah. on his rollerblades. So. <laughs> He's is he still out there? He's still out there. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, honestly, I, I haven't seen him lately because with everything going on. But <laughs> before everything hit, yeah, he was still out there. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. I mean. So you stay open-minded, and so how? What's your separator, though? I mean, you said that one of the things you feel is your separator is the time. But like you go to Venice and you see, well, really anywhere in LA, like we came in here where you have three mm -hmm. murals and. Mm -hmm there's others and so how do you separate yourself from every wall in LA <laughs> and Venice Venice specifically how do you separate yourself um style yeah I mean I didn't think I had a style but uh, apparently I do a lot of my fans like before I'm done with the project they'll like tag me and stuff like oh this is him I'm like oh it's like I guess I do have a style That's um, awesome. I wouldn't maybe uh, yes style but i think also um me me yeah it, like it my artwork you know obviously speaks for itself but i think uh my fan engagement because i mean i'm grateful for everything you know if, yeah. if it wasn't for the fans yeah if it wasn't for you know the people that helped me get to this point you know i i would have probably gave up to be yeah. honest like it, it just uh it's just it's hard to make a living being an artist so without them I wouldn't be able to be here. So um, I think it's just the way I carry myself on a on a, a personal level, not separate from the art. Separate I guess. from the business, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 
Um, so what is next for you? I mean, how do you, do you envision yourself kind of just consistently doing the projects as they come? Do you have a vision to scale? What is it? What does it look for Gustavo? What's the future look like? <laughs> Bigger and better. <laughs> what Bigger does that mean? Yeah. Uh, another thing that's going to sound weird, but I set my goal to paint a mural on the moon. Um, and awesome. it, it, it sounds, it sounds crazy. It might... I just got a visual of your <laughs> <Yeah>. next mural. <laughs> yeah. So until that happens, I don't know if I'll be satisfied. So I just keep it in that gear till then. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you feel like business will come as, um, big clients like the Nikes, the Rams, the, the LA sports teams or musicians? Do you think it's going to come by those type of clients or just a bunch of projects in general? Um, I think a mix of everything yeah um i don't even want to to just narrow it down to projects like that because mm -hmm. i feel like my biggest projects have been my own yeah um things that i wanted to paint on my own and i feel like it's since they're 100 me authentic me uh -huh. that they get the most traction through social media and all that stuff so um i think that's the biggest part is balancing the clients with myself yeah. and make sure that I get enough of my own pieces yeah. out there to where people know who, who I am, I guess. I not necessarily know who I am, but again, though, going back to the energy, I feel like those have my full me. Commitment, yeah. yeah. And so um, where can people find your murals? I know it's all throughout LA, but point us in some directions. Obviously here off of Melrose. Yeah. And uh, then you have some in Venice, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're scattered. Uh, it's tough to narrow stuff down. So yeah, Melrose, I have a few. Uh, Beverly Boulevard, Arlington, Westchester, Santa Monica. I just did one in Westwood. Um, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. That's I, I so need awesome. A, I need to build like a map or something. Uh, well, you ha you. So if people want to find you just on social media, mm -hmm. what are those handles? Uh, it's at gz.jr. Okay. And that's your Instagram. Is that the only platform you're on right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And so if anyone wants to contact you for work, is that the best place to look you up? Yeah. Um, uh, you could also just Google my name okay. uh, or the GZJR and my website pops up. Okay. And right there it has uh, a link to my email and all that good stuff. Okay. So one more time, tell everybody your uh, email. Oh, I mean, uh, your website. Yeah. Uh, G Zermeno, that's Z-E-R-M-E-N-O.com. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm super grateful for you taking time to chat with us. I love your work. It's awesome. Thank you. And um, I'm excited to see what's next for you. I, I like <laughs> feel good energy from you. I think that it's going to be so much fun for you. And I just okay. think the sky's the limit. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see too, because I honestly don't know. <laughs> well, none of we'll, us know. Yeah, I we'll, mean, if we get to swing our legs out, we're halfway there, right? That's like, true, yeah. Anyways, well, thanks. I appreciate yeah, you. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Rommel Report with Gustavo Zermeno <laughs> Jr. Um, please look him up on Instagram and his website. He's got awesome work. So if you can't make it out to the actual location, his social media has it posted for the most part, I believe. You could kind of see a, a wide array of his work. But um, thanks for all that you are and all that you do. Um, and see you next time. <laughs>